All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. I regularly come across couples that have a budget that just is not working, where things have been put in place, they think they've ticked the boxes, they think they've done the right things, but just it's just not doing what it should be doing. Today, I'm going to talk about five reasons why your budget may not be working. The first part about it is just like any plan is to be on the same page, to sit down together and both buy into the idea of having a budget and to both buy into the idea of having something that is being put together that is going to be followed. If there is no buy-in and if both sides aren't on the same page, it's literally a recipe for disaster because what can happen is one person, for example, thinks it's the best idea in the world. The other person thinks it's not going to work, but they just agree to be part of it just for the sake of it and just to see how things go. Time goes by, budget doesn't work. The person that's committed and like the idea is still going on with it. And the other person, which sort of just joined for the ride for the sake of it, is starting to turn around and be like, see, I told you it wasn't going to work or isn't willing to persevere and put in the extra time and effort to see it as a success. The other issue is when things get tough or when things get really difficult, if both sides haven't bought in and they're not on the same page and they aren't both equally invested into the idea of having a budget, then that's also not going to work either. The second thing is not having proper structure. So I've seen many budgets where, for example, it'll have only two bank accounts when the couple should probably have three or four or a situation where there's 15 bank accounts, when really only three is needed. And this can create so many issues because first of all, having a structure that isn't logical and doesn't have proper strategy to it can just become really draining mentally and time-wise. And it can also become too complicated and create unnecessary stress and unnecessary work. The other part about it as well as through that structure, if it's not documented properly and if it's not laid out clearly for everyone to understand, it makes it really difficult to follow because what you'll actually find is that you will be in a position where it's working, the budget's doing what it should be doing, but the second something changes or the second something doesn't work the way it should, everything falls to pieces. And the easiest way I can explain it is that there's too many moving parts or not enough, you know, not, not enough moving parts, essentially. And when there isn't this proper structure in place, it does make it really, really hard to follow a budget and to stick to one. The third mistake that I see is not having enough discipline, not having the perseverance, not having the willpower or even the interest in sticking to the budget. You can have the most amazing budget in the world, but if you're not sticking to it, it's not going to do anything for you. And part of that process can be buying in and being, as I said on the first point, but being acceptable to the the changes 
that you've both agreed to. And for example, if you say to yourself, hey, let's spend only $100 a week on eating out, sticking to that $100. Yes, you might go over a little bit here or there, but consciously trying to stick to that limit is going to make such a big difference compared to just ignoring it and just assuming that it's all going to work out. The other part about it as well is there, there's going to be months where things are tough. We all have these periods, whether it's a week or a month or even a year, where things are just really tough. And without proper discipline and without sticking to the strategy and the budget that you've put together, you'll actually find that it's going to be a lot harder to persevere and to continue with it as well. Because as soon as things start falling apart, it makes it a lot harder to stick to the budget. Part of that discipline process could be having accountability. So this is where having a financial advisor helps someone to hold you accountable, where we'll have reviews at least once a year normally and track things to see if you're on track. You have someone there contacting you regularly or you contacting that person regularly. That also makes a really big difference because again, there's no point having gym membership if you don't have a personal trainer or a friend or a buddy to go with. Yes, some people can do it by themselves and they can gym without needing anyone there, but most people normally need some sort of motivation or at least some sort of accountability. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. The fourth mistake that I see is not having realistic figures in the budget. I've seen many budgets which actually look really good and they are structured really well and it, there is discipline, there is motivation and there's even this, this urgency from a couple to really, really make it work in this, this need and this hunger, but it's just not working. And when I sit down and start looking through the figures and looking at the budget and how much is going where, I actually find that the figures just aren't realistic where either... The calculation has been done wrong, where there's a bill that's, for example, $1,000 a year. It's then divided by, we'll say $1,000 a month, for example, and it's divided by two to work out the fortnight. Well, not all months have four weeks in them, for example. And I know it's just a very small difference, but it does make a big difference in the long run. The other thing as well is sometimes couples will say, yeah, we're going to stick to $50 a week eating out. And by the way, I like to use takeaway a lot as an example when I talk about budgeting because our stomachs are very different to our minds. And takeaway is normally one of those things that people do spend a lot more on than they should. But as an example, a couple might say, you know what, we're going to stick to $50 a, a week on takeaway. But they both know deep down that that's not realistic. And that they should spend at least 80, for example, or 100. And the issue with that as well is that by not having realistic figures, you're literally setting, you're starting off on the wrong foot. And you're creating a budget and you're trying to follow a budget, which is not possible to be followed. Part of these realistic figures as well could be sometimes slightly over-exaggerating the expenses, but by not too much as well. Because if, for example, you spend $80 a week on fuel, and you say, you know what, let's just make it 200 to be safe. Well, that's a bit high. And if it's not realistic, then it's going to be, it'll just skew your whole financial plan or your, your budget, essentially, because you'll be you'll be planning for something. There's, there's opportunity cost there because there's something else that that money could be going towards. 
But if you spend $80 on, on fuel and you say, you know what, let's just make it 100 just to be safe. Um, in my opinion, that's okay because it's not too much higher. There's a small variance, but at least you're leaving some room there for error and, you know, fuel rises, fuel price rises. The issue as well of not having realistic figures is when the accounts aren't enough, what you're actually doing, and this happens a lot, but you're essentially robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're having a bill comes in and suddenly you're having to take money out of your savings account to put it into the bills account to cover that bill because there wasn't enough money in there. And this is something that you may not realize initially because initially there might be a surplus or there might be a bit of money moving around, but eventually the crunch will come And if you haven't used accurate figures in your budget, then you are going to be struggling because accounts will run out of money and you'll be thinking, okay, well, what do we do now? This isn't working. And then that's where everything else falls into place. And suddenly people give up and they start blaming each other and it causes all these sorts of issues. And then most, you know, most importantly, well, not most importantly, but the the main issue here is that couples then get discouraged and they don't want to even budget anymore because they've tried it. It didn't work. And that's an issue that I hear a lot as well, where I'll meet a couple and they'll say to me, hey, um, we tried to budget. We did the whole budgeting thing. It just didn't work out for us. And when I start looking into why, some of these issues start to pop up. The fifth point and um, the last one that I'll go through in this episode is not reviewing the budget regularly. So you can have a budget that's in place, that's working really, really well, that's doing exactly what it should be doing. But as we know, expenses change, income changes, the price of things go up. You know, you might spend $200 a week on groceries one year, but the next year it might be $250. Um, Children get older. They eat more when they get older. You can ask me that. And the other part about it as well is insurance premiums change, um, car registration changes, all these things that are in your budget change. And initially the changes may not seem that big, But it does make a really big difference when you look at it over the year and you total these figures. So I like to keep an Excel spreadsheet on my desktop. And as bills change or as rates change for certain things, I just update that sheet to update my totals as to how much needs to go into each account. And this is something that I talk to my clients about regularly. And this is something that I regularly review for myself and for my clients when I do reviews for them as well. But this is the reason sometimes where budgets do work initially and they just stop working. And it's just because the figures have not been updated. You know, maybe initially you only had to put $4,000 into your bills account every month, but now it's four and a half thousand. So regularly reviewing all that and reviewing the overall budget just to make sure it's working. Now, a good budget, if it has proper structure and as long as your circumstance doesn't change significantly, should pretty much stay the same except for just maybe some of the figures um, that are in it. So there's many different parts to this whole process of budgeting. There are many different ways to manage a budget. The last thing you should do is to have the sure be right mentality. And the most important thing you can do is talk to your partner, talk to your financial advisor. If you don't have a financial advisor, get a financial advisor, contact me. Um, I'm always happy to have discussions. And if you can at least work out what you need to do to have this in place, to have a budget and to have structure, it will make life a lot easier. And if you can identify some of these issues and work on them together, you will find 
that you will not only manage your money better, but you will be able to make smarter and better financial decisions so that you can focus on the things that you love. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.